Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to try out a new format, which is called Ask Emil, where I answer a bunch of questions related to business and social media. If you want to be featured in one of the next episodes, just shoot me a DM on Instagram, which is the easiest way. Additionally, you could go to my website and check out all the different contact forms that are available there. So let's hop right into this new format and see the first question. William asks, just made a Shopify page today, learning how to advertise it. How would you go about setting out in a crowd of Shopify stores? So that's actually a really interesting question because funny thing, the first thing that I ever started in terms of digital marketing or anything like business related online was creating a Shopify store. And I gotta tell you this, it never really clicked for me. And the reason why it never clicked for me because I didn't do anything. I didn't do any Facebook ads. I didn't really do any shout outs. Actually, I did do a couple of shout outs. But the problem back then was I didn't have the mindset that is required to survive in any form of business, which is like really pushing through and contacting hundreds to thousands of influencers and pages, which I didn't do at that time. So fear of failure was really something that did hold me off in the past. And it's still something I'm, I'm struggling with. So it's really funny that you're asking this question because I really have to think back to my like the first days of thinking about business and discovering all the possibilities that you have online compared to the offline businesses. So after I stopped doing all this Shopify stuff, I noticed that all the people that labeled themselves successful in the Shopify space, they were really focusing on sales. And what I was doing was really just focusing on branding. Now, you gotta know you, you need both to have an actual business. So what they had was actually like good because if you just have sales, you're gonna generate some revenue. The problem is if you think long-term and not only like the next two years, their brands are probably not existing today anymore. And the whole mindset that all these Shopify people have, or at least like most of the Shopify people that I've seen, is that they really focus on sales and hopping from product to product to generate revenue rather than creating an actual brand. So to answer your question on how to stand out from all the other different Shopify stores, I would focus more on the customer and also on building a brand for the long term. So reinvesting into that brand that you're gonna create. So one of the reasons why I was actually never successful in Shopify or dropshipping was that I only focused on brand. And what I kind of like guess right here is that you're already doing like the sales stuff, doing Facebook ads for your Shopify store. And now you want to stand out from the competition. And I really think that the next step for you is to heavily brand your Shopify store make it a long-term brand rather than just about the sales and selling some quick products that are working right now. And that involves choosing a target customer, really building out the brand, maybe even forming a brand identity if that's something that you can look into. If that's something that you're not capable of, you can search even online for people that are just coming into brand identity design. Or you can just, if you got the money, reinvest that money that you earned from your past sales into a new brand identity system by a freelancer. One thing that I'm really fascinated by that I've seen in the past that a lot of dropshipping people actually take the money that they earn from their Shopify stores and take it into their own pocket and buying dumb shit like sports cars or Gucci shit or whatever rather than just reinvesting it back into the brand and maybe sell the brand in two to five years which is gonna be so much more valuable and they're gonna earn so much more of that but they're most of the time not building a brand and just want the quick sales 
And that's where they lose the opportunity to really build a bigger brand and at the end of the day, make even more money in the back end. So if you can afford to hire a small team, maybe think of doing that. Also, in terms of reinvesting back into the business, maybe look into hiring a bunch of video creators that are creating massive amounts of content for you to really build a bigger brand. Most of the Shopify people that I've seen always reposted content from other Instagram pages or basically like stole them. So what I would suggest you do is create original content which you can heavily brand and really elevate your brand and stand out from the competition. I hope that I answered your question and could also help you. So let's look at the next question. Koei asks, how to decide what to post on each platform without repeating too much of the same content but also without wasting some of it. What do I post on YouTube, Instagram posts, IGTV, Instagram stories, Twitter? First of all, it's really awesome to hear that you're thinking about cross-platform distribution because that's something that I'm heavily excited about. But what you really don't have to worry about is repeating your content on different platforms. Let me tell you why I think that. The days where people actually saw all your stuff on every single platform are over for years now. Because most of the feeds have become algorithmic, the people are not gonna see all your posts and not gonna see all your posts on every platform. Besides that fact, people are actually not even gonna notice if you would repeat the content on every single platform because either they're not even gonna see it or if they're gonna see it they have already forgotten about it are gonna remind it again or you have re-edited it in such a way that they're just not gonna notice. I think there's not really a way to waste your content since you're gonna be able to repurpose it in different ways. For example, if you have a video you can create a podcast from it you can transcribe that podcast and make a blog article from it. And after that, what you're going to be able to do is repurpose the content from time to time in mashups. That can be in different blog articles, in a podcast form, in video mashups. And you can even like entirely re-upload your content after a year to maybe do a throwback or some piece of content that really resonated with your audience that really worked for you. You can even repurpose that after a year and no one is going to notice. So you don't have to worry about that at all. In terms of what to post for each platform, there's really no wrong or right. But a general guideline is to always modulate your content to the platform and the people that you're talking to. So if you got an article on LinkedIn that is going to be a little more stricter, a little bit more business-wise, a little bit more formal. If you're talking on Instagram, it's going to be a little bit more faster, a little bit more exciting, a little bit more emotion-packed. If you have a video on YouTube, it's going to be way longer than on Instagram and all the other platforms. If you're on TikTok, you're talking to a really young audience that really wants music and wants quick reactions and is really just working way different than, for example, people on LinkedIn are doing. So you take your content and either it's already in the content that you can modulate it in a way to make it applicable to all different people and platforms, or you're going to edit it in post to the certain platform and people that you're talking to. So let's go over to the next question. James asks, I always hear you talk non-stop about content. How do you know that you're, myself as well, putting out the right content? Now that is an interesting question because there's really no way that you could ever know that you're producing the right content. It really depends on the situation and what your objective is. 
Generally speaking, you know that you're posting or producing the right content if people are interested in the content and can extract value from it. So that value can be extracted in either entertainment or education. There are probably some subcategories to it, but the main two ones are education and entertainment. So you know that you're posting the right content if people like the content and think that it's valuable and they actually watch and consume your content. Another thing that I want to add to this is that the content space is always changing. So is the algorithm. So there's really nothing that you can say this is right, this is wrong, like something specific. You can just see what's currently working and then really figure out if it changes. You can really just see what's currently working and if it's going to change, then you need to figure out what's going to work for you again and again and again. In terms of finding out your objective when it comes to producing content, there's different ways. If you're a brand, then you're probably going to have a content strategy. You could also obviously have a content strategy as a personal brand. To really give you a super basic overview of a content strategy, it's basically looking at what the people that you want to reach are interested in and then producing that exact content that are going to attract them. That's the basic outline of a content strategy. You can go way more in depth on it and maybe I'm going to do a podcast on it in the future. But that's really the super basic thing. So that works for brands and for personal brands also. And lastly speaking, the right content is the content that also is for you fun to do. And let me tell you why. When it comes to producing content, and you're probably talking about the personal brand or being an influencer, you're the person that needs to wake up and produce this new type of content. And if you're completely okay with doing content that you really don't have any fun in doing, for most of the people, you have to have at least some interest in the content that you're producing. And that's why you also need to look into producing content that is for you fun to do. So that concludes the first Ask Emil episode. I hope I answered all the questions fully and that I could kind of help you out. And I would really want all the listeners to DM me per Instagram DM or wherever you want to contact me and send me a bunch of questions through so I can really continue this new format, which I'm heavily excited about. And it's so much fun for me to do because I love talking to people and helping solve other people's problems. So thanks for listening to this podcast episode and see you in the next one.